we got to... We got to stay strong and uh, can't sing about being stronger and then not do it. So we got to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. And, it. and folks, if you need some music to uh, pick you up, listen to Christine W.'s repertoire. I, uh, I believe you've had more now than 17 number ones on the Billboard Dance Club chart. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, we have. So I noticed you were playing out there. That got me really excited. Right before I went, uh, before I went uh, live with you, I heard out there playing. That made me really excited. <laughs> That's a good one. Tell us a little bit about that production. Uh, out there is about um, a song. You know, the song's really about you, you're trying to find your purpose, and I'm, and and you know, you're questioning things like, um, you know. Like God, I, I know you got to be out there. You got to be somewhere. Or also, you could be like, oh, you know, there's a, the great love of my life. You got to be out there. You got to be somewhere. You got to be out there somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it can be, you know, it's one of those songs that you could you can write it into your own story. That's the perfect song where your audience can identify with your message and also feel it in their soul and their messages too. That's why I try to write songs that people can feel like, um, you know, that they can feel like they are theirs. You know, um, it's no fun to just write songs about yourself and whatever. I like to tap into what everyone's feeling and then put put that to music. So you're one of these multi-talented artists that um, write and produce and play musical instruments as well as sing. Can you tell us a little bit about where this talent uh, comes from and where did yeah, it all start? Um, sure. Like my dad was a country western singer and a and a rancher, and we're from Eastern Washington. So um, he was a, a great singer. And my mom—that's how they met each other. My mom was also a singer. She was performing and in, in at the university and theater and all that. And uh, oh my God, you have was, such cool parents. Yeah, my parents were super cool. They they got married and they formed a, a duo and they brought in my godmother joelle and they so it ended up being a trio and they were called the humdingers and it was a comedy and music show and my dad would um you know he was he was a hay farmer and a, a cattle farmer and then uh, on the weekends they would go do shows uh country western uh, music but with a lot of comedy and everything they were hilarious so um it just it's in the blood i can't my mom's got a beautiful voice and my dad had a had a gorgeous voice he passed away when i was three unfortunately but um uh, just really a lot of music. They were gr- both really great guitar players. So um, that's uh, I started playing piano and guitar and all the all the different instruments. And uh, you know, as soon as I got into school, I started playing the saxophone because I wanted to be in the in the band. So you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Did you have the kind of mom, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, was super supportive of uh, your talents? She was super supportive of my talents, but she really didn't want me to go into the music business because when my dad passed away, um, you know, she was left with four little kids and and she couldn't find a job doing anything else at that time. And so she, she, uh, they would always give the jobs to the men, uh, you know, the head of the household. And um, so she was having a really hard time. To, but And she ended up performing at supper clubs, uh, you know, six nights a week, but it was really, really hard work, you know. As, um, yeah. You know, Literally, you're a seven-hour shift performing, you know, for people eating dinner. And, like, it, it was really, really tough work. So I, I don't think she wanted me to do it professionally because he knew how hard it was. And, that you know, you don't have any – no backup, <laughs> you know, no backup uh, plan. 
Yeah, so wow. And then, I mean, did did you find yourself hanging out with mom behind the stage in the dressing room? Oh yeah, I used to rat her, uh, rat her wigs and hair pieces, <laughs> and my grandma would sew all the the rhinestones and the sequins on everything, and I would I would uh, you know hand wash them after the shows, you know, rinse out all the smoke. I remember, you know, everybody <laughs> smoked all the time in those clubs, and oh, so yeah. I would uh, rinse out her her uh, costumes. Oh yeah, that so, um, it, I wow. definitely got on a small scale. I got to see. Um, you know, like the, the the clubs, you know, the dinner dinner clubs. You know, she always played really nice dinner places. When I came to Vegas, of course, I had a big show with eighteen people going, and you know, it was. I mean, the juxtaposition between <laughs> backstage yeah. at the supper club to La La Las Vegas. Um, how, when did that all uh, come down for you? When did that when did that uh, explode, Las Vegas? Well, I was going to school at UNLV and um, performing in other people's bands, you know, going in and singing with the country band or going over and singing, you know, uh, funk, um, you know, R&B, you know, whatever, you know, whatever anybody needed, I was there, you know, I'd go in and um, perform, be the singer in other people's bands. And the closer I got to graduating, um, I ended up putting together my own band and, um, so I wasn't really thinking about. I was just doing it as a way, like, okay, well, this is what I'll 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 perform with my band, you know, and try to figure out what I'm gonna my next move if I'm gonna end up, you know, using my journalism degree to go and you know be the next, uh, you know, big anchor woman or whatever. But um, it just I don't know. It just we we got the band got really popular and got more and more popular and we got more and more dates and. You know, it went to be in Christine and the Sting to Christine W. Come see the music and then, you know, feel what you want. I uh, went over and recorded in London and feel what you want. Blew up over there in the clubs and was played everywhere in Europe and just it was crazy. <laughs> that sounds so exciting. And then, so has it been pretty nonstop since then? Um, it it really has because. You know, we did the Land of the Living album, and then we followed that with the Stronger album. Um, I mean, I had a brief pause because I got leukemia in 2000, and uh, right during the Stronger album, right after Loving You came out, I was diagnosed with um, AML leukemia, so that was really scary. Oh, yeah, so that is. Almost almost didn't make it out of that one. So I was at UCLA for like a year, and then that's how I wrote. I wrote the album Fly Again when I was in the hospital all those months yeah wow you really put your your yourself into into your writing Uh, yeah (laughs) well you're scared to death it was a good thing I had that to focus on because you're absolutely freaked out you know I had you know two two uh two babies at a one and a two-year-old and you know it's just really really scary so it was a good thing I had my music because I don't think I would have made it. And it's a good thing that I wrote Land of the Living before that because that was definitely a reminder that, you know, you can't sing about alive, alive, alive in the land of the living and then go and die on everybody. Let's go, oh, girl, right? That song <laughs> saved your life, yes. It really did. <laughs> Let's have a, a quick listen. I was actually listening to this uh, just before our interview. I want our, our audi- audience listening to us now to just a, a refresher course. Land of the Living, Christine W. Show this over, and the lights have gone down. 
Yes. That, uh, that's one of my favorite Christine W. songs by far. Yay. <laughs> it has extra value, extra, you know, sub significance right now during the pandemic. Oh, it really does. Yeah, for sure. We've, we've got a um, 2021 just came out on the new No One single that was released. Um, there's a 2021 still standing, a brand new uh, mix of it on the, that CD. And it's available on iTunes now and Amazon. So check out the uh, Land of the Living, I'm Still Standing, 2021. That's a, that's a great one. Really great one. That's right, great folks. Reason. Yes, go to those digital stores and download your favorite Christine W. songs. There's so many. Um, speaking of which, uh, the new one is entitled, as you just mentioned, No One. <clears throat> Tell us about who's involved with that, who, who are your producers, and, um, and so forth. Yeah, I worked with Jeff Retro, who's um, he works with Tiesto quite a bit, uh, side by side in the Hakathon room at the MGM when the the big that big dance room was open. That's about two thousand people. It's crazy, but he was um, he he was he's a really great producer. So he did the album version of No One, and his name once again is Jeff Retro. So when the clubs open back up uh when you're watching dj he's just he's really really talented super talented guy great producer great dj um and he has a very european sensibility he's very he's a house freak you know he just loves house music and then um the the new uh remix is by john keenan um and john is he's got a really cool production style i'd call it more like progressive kind of crunchy progressive house Yes, and um, he's a you know he's a musician and a keyboard player and a guitar player and you can tell because he his programming you can hear there's always there's he'll put a guitar in there and he'll um, he'll do you know put a bunch of effects on it and, and I'll go oh that's a that's a that's a guitar in there but he's made it sound like something else you know he's just he's really creative <laughs> he's really creative so we I've done a lot of work with him in the last year just because it's so much fun to work with musicians um you know and uh, it just sometimes it just takes the songs to a different level because you can talk about things musically sometimes when people are just djs only it's hard to convey what you're what, what you want musically so right it's, yeah so this he's he's amazing and um we have a we have a actual physical cd um, of the new one released and can't take no more is on that which was the single before yes this one. and wind <laughs> of the trees is on that uh cd and there's, there's 11 tracks on that physical cd that came out a couple days ago oh that's exciting yeah. how can folks go and uh, buy that um i would just go to the christine w store and just order it direct from my store i think it's less expensive doing it that way than going through amazon Okay. So I would do that. Yeah, go to christinew.com and order away. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, it's so funny. So um, Can't Take No More is number three this week on the Pride Top 20 here at House Pride Radio. Congratulations. Oh, are you kidding me? That's so cool. Yeah. Yay. And then I'm like really into it. I, I did a, um, a DJ gig virtually and threw it on uh, and it sounded so good. It just, I was like, wow, this is really resonating in my ears isn't that cool that's john keenan again and you can you do you know what i mean he's got kind yeah of a, he's sound like a dirty sound and that's funky he's just a really incredible producer really unique yeah and the, i mean again the title 
totally resonated with me. It's been such a crazy year. Uh, and yeah, completely right. Can't I know. Take no more. It's like, like it's like nothing I've ever experienced. But you know, we'll get there. We'll get to the other side. Uh, no one. How many remixes is it? Is it a, a full EP? And uh, who else is on it? Well, on the No One single, uh, do you mean the No One single, honey? Yeah, did you develop an EP for it? Like, um, Well, I, I yeah, the, there's a physical uh, a physical CD, and on the EP are are the songs, um, the new version of Can't Make, Take No More by John Keenan, the new No One by John Keenan, the new uh, I'm Still Standing, Land of the Living by J-Squad, um, the original version of Be All Right, which is a number one song for me, the original album version, um, that we created with the live band that we thought we lost and we found that and then the two mixes of wind in the trees which is um, like the chilled lounge versions of those and then um, another gem a radio version of happiness uh, that was done by twisted d she's amazing too so the, there's a lot oh, of really yeah we cool love we love twisted d we, she's been on she's the amazing. show yeah she's, she's fabulous really she's a really <laughs> talented producer too really talented amazing shout out to miss twisted d over there in florida wish i was there we love you twisted d we love you girl <laughs> i know yeah. tony moran is listening hey tony <laughs> tony love you tony one of and your so tony and i we've got mm -hmm. a new song from the, that's uh, going to be out probably the title song of the next album coming out episode two um so uh i, I can't divulge the title yet but it's oh. really a great song and you're going to be living it. for it everybody's going to be living for it because the message is definitely one that we can all relate to and uh yeah tony moran is something else what a great songwriter great musician great producer he's a he's a triple threat that one yeah and you've worked <laughs> with him in the past uh, on a on former number one many many times he's really really talented oh yeah we've written a lot of songs together and awesome can't wait oh, to hear the new stuff wow that's gonna rock it out yeah it's it's yeah. really really cool it's a great message and i want to do a sh shout out to jason walker who's probably your biggest fan out there uh <laughs> oh, I just texted him. He's got a new song out too that's, that's really wonderful. It's actually our number one on the, our probably top twenty. So you're both in the top three, uh, and I know he loves you and he wants to do a, do uh, he wants to do collaborate on a project with you. Did you know that? Yes, I do. And we've been trying to figure out which we were going to do enough is enough, but then it was like that's a little bit too obvious. So we're going to have to do something an original something or something else original. Yeah. yeah we're Original. Well, that'll we, be, and we will. That'll definitely be a number one. I mean, I can, I can feel that already. Yeah. All right. He can. Isn't he an amazing <laughs> singer? Oh my gosh, he's something else. Yeah, and I think he, you're his, one of his sources of inspiration. I interviewed him recently here on the show, and that was the impression I got. You know, and um, and if you listen to him, you can, when he wails, you can't. You, I thought first, you know, that it did sound a little like you. So I, I. I love that um, other artists can inspire other artists. Oh, I, I'll tell you, yeah. When he first told me, oh, you know, I just, you just said have inspired some, you know, so much of my, my style and even inspired. I mean, it's just like I was blown away because I was like, wow, this guy, I'm, he, he loves me like this because, man, I think he's amazing. So we would kind of have this, you know, <laughs> we're both each other's fans going on. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Big time. Um, are any of your children in the, you know, gifted with voice? 
Um, my son's blue, like a he's a more like a rock and blues uh, guitar player. He played Phoenix Pride with me in Queens Pride. Um, he's he's a guitar player, um, and my daughter is a classical violinist. Wow! So, so they both do music, but um, you know different different styles. But he played on my dance show. He he did great. He did great when he played the Pride shows. He can play anything, honestly. He's a great guitar player. That is so awesome, and I love that the fruit didn't fall far from the tree. Everyone's into the has talent in the music. Oh yeah, definitely. Everybody's into music for sure. Oh yeah, and they love dance music. Oh my gosh, and they grew up. Uh, you know, their whole every summer, uh, their whole uh, childhood was going from Pride to Pride. Every summer, it was like you know we'd, we'd rehearse the show with the dancers, and then. Everybody grabs their suitcase, and away we go, and we just go from pride to pride to pride. <laughs> so and they grew up, you know. Yeah, summer was, that was, is uh, a fun you know, gay pride. That that sounds. Geez, I wish I was one of your kids. That sounds fun. <laughs> oh, we had so much fun. We had so much fun. It was crazy. Uh, so now, whenever, mm-hmm. yeah. So whenever I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna be doing this pride or that pride. They're like, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, this last year has been, you know, kind of got flipped upside down for a lot of uh, entertainers. And did you find yourself uh, gravitating towards more virtual uh, audiences? Yeah, I did. I did a lot of um, virtual pride shows, and you know, there was no there, people didn't have money to, you know, because there was no sponsors. There was no, you know, the clubs were shut down. There was like no way to monetize them. But a lot of us, I, there's a whole lot of us that just showed up and did a lot of virtual shows chris cox dj chris cox was amazing mm, yes. like he's mm-hmm. uh, you know he he let me use his studio and he'd come on with me and he was really supportive because he knew that you know we got to keep got to keep the feeling you know got to keep the togetherness got to keep that community going and it was it was rough times so shout out to chris cox and you know lee dagger and different people that came to the front to to do the shows Awesome, um, yeah. Lee Dagger is over there by you too, living. Yeah, and uh, you know we did we you know supported K Gay Radio over there in Palm Springs. You know they mm-hmm. they were having a rough time, and you know we just tried to be there for whoever we could, and you know whenever we could. So yeah, I mean yeah. we're not and quite really out of the woods yet, but I f- don't you get a sense the lights at the end of the tunnel now? I feel a lot better now. It was. June was kind of scary. Didn't you feel a little like, I don't know what it was around like the June, July thing was kind of like, oh, I guess it was that, okay, this has been going on for half the year. You know, now now it's almost like, okay. You're, Absolutely. It, yeah. it doesn't seem, I feel like we're I, I, through the worst of it, you know? Yeah. And those are like peak performing months too. Uh, Christmas and New Year's for me as a DJ. And it was just all gone, so I think your body's like trained for that, you know, stimuli in a way, and it's like not there. So you, you Isn't feel. Isn't it weird? That, yeah. Yeah, because we were all going. This is the first time I've sat home on New Year's in like I don't even know how many decades. Like it's, it was freaking all of us out. And I, I remember talking to, to like my dancers and different uh, performers and sound engineers, and um, it was just really freaky. Yeah, so. and then also promoting is different because. Um, is Billboard Club Chart still um, on hiatus? Because there's yeah. not, yeah. So there's not yeah. a lot of, de- you know, the Billboard DJs aren't working as much now. So, 
So that's you yeah. have to like be creative about how you're going to promote your music. I, I think your idea is brilliant to have it on a physical CD this time with all the choices for your fans. Yeah, it, you're right though. I mean, there's no clubs to play. There's no charts to be on for dance. Um, you know, it's just an odd, a really odd time. And I guess you know you you do what you can by you know buying ad space on social media or yeah. you know talking things up, but. I noticed, like, even, you know, the different PR people that a lot of us work with, they're frustrated because there's not a lot of outlets and to, to promote. And there's no shows, and that's our main thing is usually, you know, you promote your releases and you promote your music through shows. And so it's just such a strange <laughs> deal, right? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, yes, it is, but... At the same time, you know, it's it's good to be part of the land of the living as well. You know, exactly. We're not going to complain too much because we're here and we are uh, we're we're uh, hitting on all cylinders and we're here. <laughs> we're alive and in the land of the living. It's got to be grateful for for that. That's for sure. Yeah. So, folks listening, the new songs right now currently can't take no more. One of my favorites, number three this week on Pride Top Twenty, and the new one which we're going to go out with our interview with is entitled. No one, and uh, the producer is John Keening. Keening, is it? Mm -hmm. Keening, yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to go out with that one. Um, so, uh, Christine, uh, it's been a, I have to say, uh, personal pleasure uh, to interview you. Uh, you are, you know, one of the, when just growing up, it's just one of the artists that you always hear like resonating out there in the in Club Landia, and uh, it's Aww. been it's been an honor. Thank you for your for coming on today and and do come back anytime you'd like. We'll oh yeah, just call me. I'm there. And uh, thank you for the love. Thank you for su supporting our music and uh, being there for all of us as artists and and uh, creators of music. And I just uh, I'm so uh, thrilled to be on your show and to hear your beautiful voice. Oh th well, thank you. Um, where is the best place for folks to follow you? Um, and my website's definitely good. So go to christinew.com, go to the website, um, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We've got videos on YouTube. I've got a channel that, on YouTube. And um, so we're we're out there, so no pun intended. Ha-ha. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, um, definitely stay connected because we're, we're going to be once, – once these – clubs and venues start opening up we're going to be hitting on all cylinders we got a lot of great music and the love and lives album has been received so well i just can't wait to perform it in its entirety for everyone so, yeah awesome can't awesome. wait for the clubs to open up see you back on the on the stage uh in the meantime folks go download the new um, music from christine w uh including this one here entitled no one christine thank you so much we'll talk to you again real soon okay Okay, love you, hon. Love, love you, bye. too. Bye-bye. Folks, don't go anywhere right after this. It's the Pride Top 20 Countdown.
Good evening, and welcome to Groove Lines. I'm Poon, this is House of Pride Radio, and babe, we're gonna love tonight. The song I am honored to share with you now was a huge club hit in the 80s by the husband and wife duo called Lime. First released in 1982, it went to number six on the U.S. dance charts. I wrote the following poem after watching the video about 20 times. It's easy to make fun of it now, but I think the people who make fun of it know that Lime has something that we all want and we all need. Thanks for listening. It doesn't matter if they say you're a loser or if you sometimes sing with spinach in between your teeth. It doesn't matter if they say you were untrue. Who are they anyway? It doesn't matter if your wife is addicted to whippets or if they say that she too was untrue. It doesn't matter if you wish you were Michael Bolton and not you. You have stars shining inside, twinkling inside pink, green, and blue. And that is all that matters. You can stand there side by side, hold her tight in your baggy pants with a paper bag waist. Look at her face and stay within the frame together is all that matters.
So like all the joke characters are out of the game? Yeah, they didn't. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you. It's the House of Pride Show with your host, Tweeta Turner. Today's special guest is the international diva herself, Miss Rosella. How are you? Now we're here, my love. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> is everything well? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, as well as can be and storming ahead with, with our vaccines, it seems. But you guys? Uh, we're trying. <laughs> I think you're more, oh. you have it more together than we do from what I hear on the... On well, the... <laughs> well, I, I, I think... We'll be over like seven million by tonight, when when they announce. So. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, the UK's got it going on. One of the best things one can do is listen to new music. You've released a new song entitled oh. "I Feel It's Slipping Away." Right. Can you tell us a little bit about how this project came to be? Well, um, you know, Michael, I've had a few releases before. Um, I feel it's slipping away. Um, I've got an album that I'm working on where I feel it's slipping away will be featured on as well. And we were hoping to have all of that released 2020, but of course the world turned around. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, so to speak. Um, so from, from the album, we've had uh, two releases before that, which I released 2019. Uh, the track was called Turn on the Light. And then we released Magnificent during lockdown one, which was last year, May the 4th. And then Gary and I decided, you know, Gary runs a label uh, I'm on. He's like, you know what, we got to keep living our lives and um, just let's keep releasing music. And, you know, then he got in touch with uh, a promotions company called um, uh, Eddie Gordon, 
who I believe is based in the States. And, and it's just been amazing. It's just been amazing. And then what's been strange is that, uh, you know, when you send out promos, the, you usually send them to the DJs, but there's been no DJs to send it to because the clubs aren't open. Yes. So that's been something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, ha we have a couple of states here that are... are not really. Every state's doing their lockdown differently. In Florida and Georgia, I think they have a, a few clubs open there. So target those states. Really? <laughs> yes. I think so. I, I'm going to leave that to you, Michael. You can okay. do that for, to me, for me stateside. <laughs> Georgia, show, show some love to Rosella. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So um, I'm interested in knowing how it all, how you got into the the genre of dance music? Was it something you've always been into in high school or how did it come about? Uh, it's something I've always wanted to do. I mean, I was, I was born in Zambia, um, in Africa, and I, I grew up in Zambia and Zimbabwe. My mom and my father are both uh, Zambian and Zimbabwe, respectively. And um, I've always wanted to be a singer all my life. And, uh, you know, I became a, a starlet, if you want, in Zimbabwe. And then I felt there was only you know, so far I could go in Zimbabwe, I'd, I'd done it. Then I wanted to be an international artist. And then, you know, I, I'm one of those people, Michael, that believes in, you know, what goes around comes around. What you put out comes to be. And I wanted to be this international uh, singing star. There was a producer in Zimbabwe at the time that watched me and got in contact with me and said he had a studio in the UK. They invited me over to the UK. I started recording stuff and sending it around to um, record companies in the hope of getting a record deal. And one of those cassettes fell onto the laps of uh, the band of gypsies, who was Tim, Tim and Nigel. And I got to meet with them. They asked me, what do I want to do? What style of music? I said, I want to do music that's sort of um, up-tempo, that when people are sitting down, I want them to feel like they can get up and dance, put their hands up in the air. And most importantly, I said to them, I wanted lyrics that were positive. Everybody's Awesome. Uh, and that album, I think, didn't, did that also include Are You Ready to Fly on there? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. Another includes, uplifting includes song. Are You Ready to Fly? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and Faith in the Power of Love. So those three, uh, I would say, Michael, are my three, my three biggest hits up to date. Yes, you can't leave it out of your repertoire when you're performing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tease the audience sometimes, and I, before I sing Everybody's Free, I'm like, yeah, okay, bye. And I say, no, 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 everybody's free. <laughs> uh, you saved the, the, that one for the last step. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, Michael, we keep doing our best and doing what we're doing, and just having this interview with you is fantastic, and hopefully, you know, the friends and the fans out there who are listening will hear it that way, and... Yeah, we're just all living through uh, uncertain different times. Yeah, I mean, the music you're putting out is the kind of music that really would lifts people's spirits. Uh, you've got it's got the good beat, the good melodic structure, and your vocals. You have a, a the technique of your vocals is very unique. Uh, it's a, a unique sound, very commercial sounding, I think. And uh, thank you. It's, it's very it's textured and it's like um, like uh, has volume to to the your your vocals have like a depth to it that uh, it's really pleasing so to the ear. I'm not like a uh, professional, <laughs> you know, vocal oh. critic, but to me, it just it's very sounds very pleasant to the ear and very musical. Do you do a lot of um, gigs during the a, a normal year when we don't have like a pandemic? 
Oh gosh, um, my husband and I were looking at my diary last year, January, <laughs> uh, when every, when everything shut down. Michael, I had about seventy gigs in my diary across the year, um, and there were oh, more exciting. being added. Yeah, there were more being added, and suddenly all gone. I know all that gone. that's quite a, quite an adjustment. I know a lot of people have to are dealing with that. Yes, I know, folks. Yeah. and it's you know it's been eleven. A year? It's been a year. So yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get to the other side. In the meantime, listen to Rosella's music. <laughs> it can exactly. lift your spirits. Please, listen to me. Yeah, yeah. Just listen to me. You know, just, you know, put your dancing shoes on and just know that we'll come out of this no matter what. We'll, we, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Where, where can folks go to uh, follow you? Uh, what's the best place? Well, I, I uh, got three social medias. Uh, the, my favorite one being uh, Instagram that I, I do myself. In fact, I do all of them myself. I do Instagram. I'm Rosala B on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, I'm Rosala B or Rosala Miller. And uh, which other one? Twitter, Rosala B. <laughs> so, yeah, you can find me on all those three socials. But yeah, there's so many. Can I, can I just say how excited I am that it's been uh, I feel it's slipping away has been at number one for two weeks oh my god oh yes two wow. weeks on the pride top 20 countdown and oh. folks are like why is Rosella calling Tweaky Turner Michael because I gave her my <laughs> boy name but that's okay <laughs> it's a new persona okay, okay. Uh, okay Tweaky I love you I love you Tweaky and I love Michael as well <laughs> and we love you and thank you so thank much you, I yeah, I hope Thank you'll you. come back on House Pride Radio when the next songs drop. Oh, Michael, we have to do this again um, because <laughs> if I've got the album coming out and the single, we're going to meet back here again. Believe me, we, we have to. I love it. It's a date, Rosala. Thank it's you so much for your time. Thank you. <laughs> and you take Thank care. Thank you so we'll much. You take care. And say hello to San Francisco for me. Yes, Rosella says hello, San Francisco. And we love her here. We'll talk to you soon. And folks, the new song is I Feel It's Slipping Away. We're going to go out with that right now. Take care, Rosella. Love you. Take care. Love you.
Number one, number one, number one. Be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube. 
San Francisco. What are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy. Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida. 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> It's Bug House Square. It's Tuesday. It's six o'clock. It's um, it's so many things. It's uh, uh, it's a mess, man. It really is. Just a fucking mess. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that? Vigilante man, I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bughouse Square, I'm, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, it just, it, it, it turned into a, just like a hopelessly shitty day from a sh- worse shitty day to a, oh, uh, just a bad day for the, for this country. Um, and, uh, let this 
next two hours of music <laughs> reflect that. Although I have a lot of contributors as well, so we'll get to that. So uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Uh, this is Bug Out Square, to Meet Me Radio. You've done all you need to do. Stormy days, we pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little raise. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Shotgun in his hand, would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land. Time is thrown away. 
sun control by government designers. It was a hot atomic waste and be a, a constant reminder that they got a great big time bomb ticking in South Carolina. Said, whatever happened to the protests and the rage? Whatever happened to the voices of the same? South Carolina and the trains will roll cross country with their cargo behind them. They could take a million lives, my brother. I need I remind you that they got no respect for human life. And South Carolina said, whatever happened to the protests and the rage? And whatever happened to the voices of the same? And whatever happened to the people who gave a damn? Didn't that just apply to dying in the jungle of Vietnam, I wonder? Washed his hands and sealed his face. 
crowd to get up sick. People watching my TV. Checking out the news, I tell my eyeballs fail to see. I mean to say that every day is just another rotten mess. And when it's gonna change, my friend, is anybody's guess. So I'm watching and I'm waiting, hoping for the best. Even think I go to pray every time I hear them saying that there's no way to delay that trouble coming every day. No way to delay that trouble coming every day. Wednesday I watched the riot, I seen the cops out on the street. Watch them throwing rocks and stuff and choking in the heat. Listen to reports about the whiskey passing round. Seen the smoke and fire and the market burning down. Watch while everybody on your street would take a turn. The stomping, smashing, bashing, crashing, slashing, busting, burn. And I'm watching it, I'm waiting. Hoping for the best, even think I go to pray. Every time I hear them saying that there's no way to delay that trouble coming every day. No way to delay that trouble coming every day.
time to sit around at home and watch this thing begin. But I'll bet there won't be many live to see it really end. Cause the fire in the street ain't like the fire in the heart. And in the eyes of all these people, don't you know that this could start on any street in any town? In any state, if any clown decides that now's the time to fight for some ideal he thinks is right. And if a million more agree, there ain't no great society as it applies to you and me. Our country isn't free, and the law refuses to see if all that you can ever be is just a lousy janitor. And unless your uncle owns a store, you know that five and every four just won't amount to nothing more. They'll so watch the rats go across the floor and make up songs about being poor. Blow your harmonica, son.
Preaches to the poor white man. You got more than the blacks, don't complain. You're better than them, you've been born with white skin, they explain. And the Negro's name is used, it is plain, for the politician's gain as he rises to fame. And the poor white remains on the caboose of the train, but it ain't him to blame. He's only a pawn in our game. The deputy sheriffs, the soldiers, the governors get paid. And the marshals and cops get the same. But the poor white man's used in the hands of them all like a tool. He's taught in his school from the start by the rule that the laws are with him to protect his white skin, to keep up his heat so he never thinks straight about the shape that he's in. But it ain't him to blame. He's only a pawn in their game. 
From the poverty shacks, he looks from the cracks to the tracks. And the hoofbeats pound in his brain, and he's told how.